Welcome to Blind Like Me, the podcast. We share inspirational stories from the visually impaired community and explore accessible technology and services. Blind Like Me is a community of shared experiences, motivating each other to break down barriers. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been in the broadcast industry for over 30 years in Canada and was the first legally blind student in British Columbia to attend public school. Tim has never let his disability stand in the way of his goals. Well, hi, it's Tim, and thanks for listening to this episode of Blind Like Me. We hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are. And again, if you want to check out all of our episodes, you can visit our website, blindlikeme.net. And if you have a show idea or a guest idea, please let me know. Visit the website, blindlikeme.net. Well, I'm super excited to welcome this guy to the podcast this week. It's somebody I've been following kind of on social media for the last, uh, I guess, three or four months. And finally, we got a chance to connect with each other. He has uh, an amazing tech background. And actually that's part of his job is working with technology and helping those who are visually impaired and blind with technology. His channel is called The Blind Life. His name is Sam and we welcome him to Blind Like Me this week. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And thanks for inviting me. Well, you're welcome. Uh, the whole, before we get into like the blind life and stuff like this, um, I'd like to find out a little bit about people. So let's find out a little bit about you, your vision and life experiences and stuff like that. So tell me a little bit about your yourself and, and how this journey as a, a visually impaired person started for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I was diagnosed at age 11 with Stargardt's disease. And if anyone's uh, unfamiliar with that, Stargardt's is an, a juvenile or an early onset version of macular degeneration. Okay. So we typically lose our central vision and we retain our peripheral, but uh, because you know central vision is what people use for detail vision, we, we lose that. So we can't read. Um, we have difficulty reading, difficulty recognizing people. Uh, colors aren't the best. And then we also have night blindness. Uh, so I was diagnosed, diagnosed at age 11 and I've lived with it for well over 30 years now, pretty well adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, my current acuity, everybody likes to know that is <laughs> 2,400 in my good eye and 2,850 in my, my bad eye. You, you've adapted, you've, you know, made your life changes and away you go. It's a, and it's a learning process. And that's sure. one of the things I talk about on my channel is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not an overnight thing. It takes a while to get comfortable with everything. So, right. you know, right. don't beat yourself up if it's not coming very quickly for you. Let's go back to the age 11 uh, of 11. What was the biggest challenge for you? You know what? I, I People ask me that and I don't really recall much. I recall getting the diagnosis. I recall um, going to the doctor, the eye doctor yeah. and being terrified of all the tests and all of that. And pretty, pretty certain my parents were trying to kill me and this doctor was <laughs> trying to kill me. Um, you know, as, as an 11 year old's brain thinks of these things, but, um, I was, I've always been a positive kind of person and, and glasses half full kind of guy. So Mm -hmm. it didn't really bug me too much. I mean, obviously I had all this, the stereotypical, um, classic bullying, you know, in school, having to sit in the front row with the big monocular and Hey, I've got one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and you have the kid and you have the, uh, the, uh, the kids knock that big binocular off your desk. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it bounces off the floor. Good times, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> turns and looks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I had all that, but I tried, I didn't let it, I tried not to let it bug me too much because 
I was really only visually impaired when I was at school. When I was at home, I was just, you know, Sam, normal kid like everyone else, rode my bike, rode my skateboard, had fun with my friends. How did you ride a bike, man? I mean, I I ride a bike as well. People have asked me that question all the time, but how did you ride a bike? Yeah, well, back then my vision was much better. I mean, even when I turned 16, I I had a, I couldn't get a license, but... (laughs) Where I lived in North Carolina, you didn't need a license to get, to ride a moped. So I got a moped instead. Oh, score. Wait, yeah, it was that's, awesome. That's awesome. I never thought about doing that. Yeah, Man. I was all over the city on that moped. Man. Did, was it a moped like you had to actually pedal to get it going? Yep, it it had the pedals. I mean, it was all was it like you know, was uh, it the blue one? Like because remember they were there was like they had all the like really weird colors of mopeds back in the day. And one I had like, so many. I've had a <laughs> red one, I've had a blue one. Because oh the thing about mopeds is they're easy to steal. So they kept getting stolen from me. <laughs> Sam, was there a basket? Ben? Yes, there was a, it was a milk crate basket. <laughs> yes. And it was held on by bungee cords. Oh uh, classic, dude. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's all, awesome. All the way. All right. <laughs> So uh, life progressed. Um, you find yourself now in your uh, in your career, and and you do uh, assistive technology training. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. In my day job, um, I'm in charge of an assistive technology program at a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So I I meet with clients uh, every every week and teaching them how to use accessibility on different devices, usually smartphones and computers. That's kind of what we specialize in. And what got you into doing that? Being diagnosed so young and going through the school system. I was using technology. I, you know, in middle school, I had a big old Aladdin CCTV. If, if your your <laughs> listeners yep. can remember those guys, mm-hmm. um, which we still have some in our office. Those things are workhorses; they will never die. The but vi- um, the, I, I, ours, were, I think, were known as visual techs. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. Uh, so, so I was just always interested in in technology, and then prior to starting my YouTube channel, I actually worked for a. Texas-based company making videos on YouTube about Android systems, um, Android phones, Android tablets, and Mm -hmm. teaching people how to quote unquote hack their Androids, you know, make them awesome. Mm -hmm. So, uh, (laughs) so I've always loved technology and what you can do with it. That just kind of led me into, you know, featuring that on my channel. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, What is, uh, before we get uh, talking about the, the, the blind life, um, what is the up and coming thing right now in the world of technology for those who are visually impaired and blind? Well, for low vision, uh, it really le- it seems to be going towards wearables. Everybody wants to make some type of wearable device, whether yeah. it's a VR style headset that that allows you to see far away, see distance and see near yeah. um, vision, you know. Um, there's a lot of push towards haptics, in, incorporating haptics into different devices and mm-hmm. even like clothing, incorporating haptics into clothing where, you know, if you're walking and something, uh, a branch is in your, your path, you'll get a vibration on your clothing, letting you know, Oh, there's something that's about to hit me. So yeah, that's really cool. There's wow. some crazy stuff coming. I mean, I know, uh, when we first started doing this podcast a couple of years ago, we start, we were one of the first people to talk to the WeWalk folks. Right about yep. about yep. their their cane and how cool that was, but I mean, it's so amazing to see what's happened in the last couple of years. I know I've had an opportunity to try out the eSight gadget. Uh, they mm-hmm. sent I got to beta test one of those, which was really kind of interesting. But all different ones out there now. Um, 
but they still make you kind of stand out like a sore thumb, right? And I think that's right. still the yeah. cha- still the challenge of those wearables is that, hey, look, that guy's wearing, you know, or gal <laughs> is wearing uh, a device they must not be able to see very well. You know what I mean? So it's uh, yeah, or they think you're playing a video game yeah, or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I think <laughs> I, so, I, so I think there's still some way to go. I mean, I know. And, and we're not sponsored or anything like that. I know the OrCam, I've seen a lot of people using that now. And uh, the Blind Woodsman, uh, John, we've had John Furness, we've had on here. And I think he's got one now, which is, you know, great for him. The technology is is always evolving, which is really cool. It is, yeah, it is. It's it's It makes it difficult to keep up with, but... Um you know, it just, it just breeds innovation. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you use yourself uh, regularly? And we were talking about before we started recording that uh, you're, because of your job, you use both Android and iOS. Um, but what are other little things that help you throughout your day? Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm actually a very simple person and my wife teases me uh, because <laughs> as I'm handing her the mail and asking her to read this for me, she says, you've got like all this amazing assistive technology and you still want me to read it. I'm like, yeah, because it's faster. You know? <laughs> I'm the same way. I can put my glasses on and read it if I really want to, but, or I could, you know, open up an app on my phone and, and have it read, but yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but I, um, so yeah, I, I, I use both Android and, and, uh, iOS, um, mainly because of my job, but mm-hmm. I find benefits in both systems. Okay. And probably the smartphone is the thing that I'm using the most throughout yeah. the day, the smartphone. And I have a little handheld magnifier that is always within reach. Yeah. Uh, and, and so anything that it cannot handle, mm-hmm. I will grab my smartphone for an app or just using the camera to zoom in. Right. What are the, what are the, uh, some of the apps that you're using? I know we've all talked about, uh, be my eyes and seeing mm-hmm. AI and stuff like that, but what are some of the apps that you're recommending to your clients? Well, yeah, seeing AI, obviously, if you're if you're an iOS user, that's that's the best thing out right now. Uh, just well-rounded application. Um, if you are on Android, you've got a couple options. There's uh, this new one called Audible Vision that I did a video about recently, and pretty impressed with this app. It's still technically in beta, so they still have you know a lot of improvements to make, but I, 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 the foundation is solid. I'm, I'm really impressed. It has the fastest OCR reading I've seen on any app. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, you instantly you put, touch the screen and it instantly starts reading the, uh, the image. Wow. Uh, so really impressed with that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's old schools like KNFB Reader is still a solid app. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when I did a head-to-head comparison for KNFB Reader versus Seeing AI, KNFB Reader came out on top okay. uh, for performance. Okay. Now it is a pretty expensive app. So, you know, you have to take that into consideration, but right. it's not a bad one either. Right. Um, computer wise, are you using screen reader yourself or what are you using when you're using computers? I am a PC user and I am mainly magnification. Okay. And um, it's surprising. You know, a lot of people are surprised. They think, oh, are you a Zoom text? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you do use screen readers, are you a JAWS user? And no, mm-hmm. I just use the built-in yeah. Windows magnifier. And it's got, um, and it's got an, I, I got to say, I, I, um, I've talked about this here on this cast before is that I use a lot of Apple products. Most of my stuff in the room here is Apple, but I do have a mm-hmm. piece, I do have a PC for some of the other stuff that I have to do. Um, and I'm impressed that windows has actually really gotten better, uh, mm-hmm. over the last yeah. years. I mean, just upgraded to windows 11 and I haven't played around with a, a lot, but it's, it's, it's much better than it was. Yeah. Yeah. They've put a lot of work into the accessibility 
suite mm-hmm. uh, over at Microsoft and um, made a lot of improvements. And, you know, even just a couple of years ago, Windows Narrator was kind of the joke in, oh, the, yeah. in the industry as far as a screen reader. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's pretty um, a pretty capable screen reader now, you know, if, okay. if because one thing that I, I always talk about when, you know, when I'm doing reviews and things is I always take budget into concern. Sure. You know, it, with a group of uh, a community of people that I think it's like 75 percent unemployment, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, that should be one of the main concerns. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't afford a seven hundred dollar copy of jaws or a uh-huh. $1300 iPhone uh-huh. it doesn't matter how amazing it's going to be you know uh-huh. you can't afford it yeah. so what are our other options so you know having a built-in yep. screen reader like narrator or voiceover uh-huh. it definitely uh makes it pretty enticing. As a guy who does teaches accessibility and technology and stuff like that does it still blow your mind that the JAWS programs are still very, very expensive. I know they have, I think you have pay to play now kind of thing like that. I think there's a subscription fee that you can get for this. But but I mean, I mean, I've been around, I mean, I'm 50 years old, right? And I mean, JAWS has been around, I've never used it, but it's been around most of my life. And I know, Mm -hmm. you know, when people first started using it, it was like a three or $4,000 program. Um, and, and does it surprise you that it's still that expensive? Like it's still in the hundreds of dollars upper side of it. You know, I I would say yes, but it also at the same time, no, I mean, everything in the assistive technology world is so expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that's, just, and that's that's disappointing. It is, it is, it's very disappointing. And it's, it's the number one comment I get on my videos is why is it so expensive? You know, Mm -hmm. we can't afford this. And it's so much so that I made a whole video dedicated to the economics of assistive technology and why these products are so expensive. And then the second half of that video was giving options on how to afford them. Um, Several different options. So, but it doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, these things are just crazy expensive and, um, Unfortunately, we just have to deal with that. Right. Um, the Blind Life is the uh, YouTube channel. We're talking with Sam uh, from The Blind Life. Um, where did this, I mean, obviously it kind of must have spawned from the job that you do. And I mean, YouTube has exploded over the last 10 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about how The Blind Life came to be. Yeah. So I, as I mentioned before, I was I was making videos for another channel. This was back in like 2012. And one day I decided to search for Stargardt's disease on YouTube to see what was out there about that, about my vision impairment. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot at the time. This was 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to start my own channel because I'd already been making videos for a while. I knew how to do it and you know, had all the equipment and stuff. Okay. And basically, so that's when actually the blind spot was born. That's the name of the channel, what it used to be. Mm-hmm. As an homage to my central vision loss, the blind spot. Okay. Um, and that at the time, though, it was just, I, I always joke saying I was basically throwing darts at a board, whatever stuck, I would make a video <laughs> about that. It was just random all over the place. Right. Um, it wasn't until a couple years later that I decided to, to kind of distill it down into uh, talking about assistive technology mainly. Um, it kind of coincided with getting my job as the, AT uh, program coordinator. Yeah. But um, the name changed about the half, about halfway through it changed this and uh, became the blind life. Mm-hmm. And the, I, I started doing a schedule, putting, uh, you know, making videos on a schedule mm-hmm. and it just kind of took off from there. And it's, it's grown like a weed. 
That's that's awesome, man. I mean, it's got a it's got a great following, and I know uh, I've watched uh, several of your videos, and I think it's really really well done. How are you filming it? How you know? I mean, this is a question. Obviously, somebody would would ask uh, who who's fully sighted as a guy with low vision. How are you filming it? Like, how is that all done? Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, living I in mean, a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? I mean, I've I have not ventured into the YouTube world yet. I think, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things I have just never never done. I've always been on the audio side of things, and right. I'm always super impressed by people who do who do video. I've I have played around with video editing and stuff like that myself, but. I've never been on on that side of, of things, so I I'm I, I hats off to you, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. It's it's, you know, it's I couldn't do it without assistive technology. Honestly, you know, if if my computer, um, well, first of all, my camera, I've got little tips and tricks for recording yourself with low vision. In fact, I've made a whole video on how to create your own YouTube channel with low vision, and um, tips for recording yourself, for lighting, for editing, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, once I get to the editing process, well, one of my tips I'll share with you is that I always shoot my my shots wide okay. because I can never be sure of the composition in the camera. So I always shoot extra wide so that when I'm editing and I'm zoomed in magnified six, 700% mm. I can get my composition set in the editing program. Okay. Uh, and what are you yeah, filming? So what are you filming with? I I'm a Sony shooter. So I've okay. got, uh, I, I just bought actually brand new Sony a seven four that just released in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I've got a couple uh, smaller Sony cameras for my B cameras. Okay, cool. You do more than tech stuff though, on your, your blind life. You, you've got some other stuff you've kind of done too. Yeah. Cause you know, I like to say that I, you know, my main focus is assistive technology and getting the information out to the community about what's available. But I also like to focus on the life side of the blind life. So I, I share, you know, things that I've learned over my 30 plus years living with low vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I do interviews with amazing blind people and, um, you know, do tips and tricks videos. I, I even have, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a smart aleck, I guess you could say. <laughs> And so growing up, anybody who who drives a moped with a crate on the back of it, that's, I mean, (laughs) dude, you've crossed, you've crossed over to coolness now, I tell you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I don't know about that, but, (laughs) but, you know, I, you know, growing up, um, I'm only, I'm only, you know, four years younger than you. So you can probably relate that we growing up in the eighties and being a latchkey kid, Mm -hmm. sarcasm is our love language. Yeah. And so, uh, I've got a whole series. I've got a bunch of videos about the the kind of ridiculous side of being blind. In fact, I have a whole series called "Why It Sucks to Be Blind," and it's just <laughs> it's just kind of tongue in cheek, focusing on those ridiculous things like, "Oh, I cracked my head on the cabinet door that got left oh. open again." You know, oh, you know, <laughs> you know I, I I feel as soon as you say that, it's funny because I can feel your pain for that because uh, oh yeah. My, uh, you know, growing up, when my kids were growing up, they would leave the cupboard open and I would turn around and just whack. Oh, and you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just keep on moving while you see the stars in your eyes and you try not to pass out. Right. <laughs> so I, I feel your pain there. How does things work with, uh, with you and your wife? Now she sighted or is she visually impaired as well? She's sighted. Yeah. She's fully sighted. Um, okay. it's fantastic. We've, we've been married for over 20 years now. Um, we have, in fact, we have a whole series on our channel called, uh, Couples Q and A, where we talk about dating a visually impaired person, marriage, right, right. home life, raising children, right. and all of that. Right. Um, but she's fantastic. She's she's actually my 
CFO for my, my, my blind life company. And she takes care of all my financial stuff, which is fantastic. Cause I'm terrible at that. It's not even a blind thing. I just, I hate numbers. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> my, wife, my wife does exactly the same thing, which is hilarious. There you go. It must be wives. They're just I'm, good yeah, at math. And yeah. I, I guess. I mean, one and yeah. one, one and one are four. Right. So, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but, so. um, but she, she's, she helps also with like live streams. We just did a live stream last night on um, YouTube okay. and Facebook and, yep. and she joins that and she answers the chats or reads the chats for me. And, nice. and nice. Uh, we have great, great on camera chemistry, I guess you could say. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, success that everybody is having on uh, TikTok right now. Um, much like yourself, uh, you've jumped, you're on, on TikTok. There's a lot of, uh, visually impaired, uh, and blind creators on TikTok. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been interesting for me. It's definitely been a learning, um, process, uh, coming from YouTube where it's long format video. I mean, on average, my videos are 10 minutes. Uh, you know, I could even do a 20 minute review product review video and then coming over to TikTok where they're like, one minute or maximum three minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get everything I want to say in three minutes? This is impossible. <laughs> but um, so it's been definitely a learning curve for me, but you're right. There's, there's a crazy um, awesome community of blind content creators on TikTok, mm-hmm. and, and many of them are doing really well. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's crazy. Once again, coming from YouTube, it's a different beast as far as, viewers and subscribers sure, versus sure. views and followers, you know, you can get, I can make a dumb little TikTok that, you know, is uh, a minute of me sitting in a car talking about something. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I wake up the next day and it's got, you know, 8,000 views. Yeah. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. I think what, I think what I find very interesting and, and kind of intriguing is the fact that, that all of these people are are connecting with each other and they're starting to almost help each other out. Like, they, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it has become more of a community, uh, kind of like what you do with your YouTube channel and what we do with this podcast is, is we're all connecting with each other, which I think is, you know, fabulous. And there's, you know, really not a lot of <laughs> editing to do for, for yeah. TikTok. Right. But, yeah. but for your YouTube channel, editing must be crazy for you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me yeah, a little I, bit about um, that. Yeah, I spend most of my time. Um, so on average, a a single YouTube video uh, could take about twenty or so hours to produce, and a good uh, two thirds of that is in the editing process. Wow! Um, because I mean, it's just like with anything with us, it takes about three times as long mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. anything for us. So doing that also in editing, where um, all the controls are tiny and the little yep. icons and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I utilize um, keyboard commands a lot and I've, I've customized my keyboard commands in the editing pro- or the editing software that I use to make it as easy as possible and as streamlined as possible for me. Nice. Um, I even have a, a, a mouse that has you know multiple thumb buttons and stuff and I've, I've customized all those buttons for different commands in the editing process right uh, but it still just takes so long because I'm I'm zoomed in. Yeah. I, I, I did a whole video showing how I, I edit I screenshot or screen capture the whole process yeah and, uh, just to show people what's involved with it. What advice would you have for the blind community going forward in 2022. And on the other side of that, what advice do you have for the sighted community? Uh, the, the, the blind community, well, 
most of the people I I making my videos for are are those who are newly blinded. You know, they're they're losing vision possibly later in life, and they're not sure how to navigate those waters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I always let them know that the, the the biggest motto I have for my channel is that it's going to be all right. You know, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. I know it's incredibly terrifying right now, and there's you know that sense of loss and it's very emotional, but it's going to be all right. You're going to be able to do most of everything you want to do within reason. Uh, You're just going to have to learn the new way to do it. Mm -hmm. And you totally can. Some of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life were totally blind. Yeah. Couldn't see a thing and just live in their best blind lives. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the, the, the theme of the channel is it's, it's going to be all right. You just, you just got to have a positive attitude and determination. Totally agree. Totally agree. Advice, Advice for the sighted community. Uh, just keep it going, you know, accessibility and uh, inclusivity. Uh, I think I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the the hot thing right now. It's the sexy thing. Let's make everything, um, you know, no, no barriers. No. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's fantastic. There's still a long way to go. I and mean, we're talking about TikTok. The app isn't very accessible at all. So <laughs> and there, know, was a, there was use... a big complaint about that many months ago about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I know they've, they've kind of updated some things with this last update on TikTok, but TikTok, but they still have a long way to go. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing we we're doing great making progress, but we still have a long way to go. So keep it going. How do we get better? You know, part of that is listening to the community. You know um, I, I, I've done a couple um, consultations recently with big companies mm-hmm. uh, on certain their apps or their programs and wanting to know how to make it better, more accessible. And that's just it. You listen to the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if it's a room full of people with perfect vision, Mm -hmm. how are you going to know what needs to be done? You know, you Mm -hmm. you need to reach out to the community and and get their advice on it. Okay. I like that. Sam, give me your uh, website and uh, places that people go check you out so they can see you. Absolutely. The website is theblindlife.net. That's T-H-E blindlife.net. If you need to send me an email, you can send it to sam at theblindlife.net. YouTube is just youtube.com slash theblindlife. Basically, if you Google theblindlife, you'll find pretty much everything. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Sam, thanks very much for spending some time with us, man. You are an awesome dude. Uh, and and I, I love the fact you wrote a moped. That, that's going to stay in my mind forever. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Thanks for listening to Blind Like Me. If you have a story idea or you'd like to share information about new assistive technology, visit us at blindlikeme.net or send an email to info at timblackonair.com. Blind Like Me is a timblackonair.com production.